Hey, what's up, everybody? This is P. Smith. We're back with the podcast, Catch and Wreck. Got my main man here, TK, Thomas Keenan. You know what I'm saying? World champion, jiu-jitsu black belt. My boy's getting deep into the MMA game, so, uh, you know, we got in touch and uh, we're chopping it up. So let's go. All right? Check out the podcast. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. All right? Here we go. T. Smith, Thomas Keenan, catch and wreck. Ow! Yeah, what's up, my man? Can you hear me? Hey, yeah, yeah, I can. All right, what's up? How you doing? Good, man. I'm just tired. I'm in uh, Colorado right now. <laughs> you in Colorado or, or in Cali? Colorado. Damn, man. What's up? You're all over the place, man. What you doing out there? I'm going to Factory X tomorrow morning. Okay. What's, what's Factory X? I'm not familiar. It's a gym? Anthony Linehart Smith. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, now I know. All these, all, all these UFC vets, Coach Coach Montoya, okay. Busy, the BJJ Black Belt. They got the crew over there, bro. Yeah, all right, all right. So what's up? You train over there, training MMA or mostly BJJ or what? It's, it's time, bro. It's time. Oh, yeah? We, uh, okay. We, we said we got to make that move, and. Damn. That's what we're doing. Okay. We're making that move. <laughs> so what's up? What's the move? You going full MMA or what? Yeah, I'm trying out tomorrow, bro. I'm oh, nervous as fuck. Shit. You're trying out for the, yeah. for the team? Yeah, I'm nervous as fuck. Okay. I mean, look, man. Go in there, relax, have fun, man. Just have fun, do what you do. You know what I mean? That's it. You got to yeah. enjoy the process. You know, don't Hell over, yeah. don't overthink it. Just go and have fun. That's my only that's the only advice I could give you. Just you know, when you start stressing and overthinking, you know what I mean, and you overthink, you know what I mean. So just you know, <laughs> let loose, yes. bro. Just enjoy it. Let's go. Exactly. Let's go. Yeah, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to hit you up in the morning. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I'm here, bro. I'm overthinking this shit. Dude, don't don't overthink it. Let loose. Breathe and you know why you doing this. You just gotta think back of why you doing it. It's for fun. You enjoy it. It's what you want to do. So just go, man. You know yep. what I mean? That's it. You know, yep. man. There's nothing to be nervous about, man. So how you been besides that? Just busting my ass. I've been a little bit overwhelmed. Just trying to balance a lot. You know, starting the gym is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. For real, I see that. So you got the gym in uh, where? Is it in Orange County, uh, California? Yeah. Yeah, it's in Laguna Hills. Okay, the Movement Gym, is that what it's called? Yeah, you got it. Movement, that's, Movement, MBMC, me versus me training. Oh, shit, I like that, man. <laughs> oh, wow, that's dope, man. Let's go. Yeah, man, so you opened the gym, what, how long has it been open? The gym's been open officially... A few days, because I just did the grand opening on Monday. Okay. Um, but 
I got the keys like the beginning of April. So it's like April, okay. May, June. We're about to be in June, so not even two months. Okay, so you, I guess you had the keys, you prepped it, you you know renovated it, and you know and customized it, right? It's getting there. It's it's been a hell of a process, but you know I always envisioned like what this process would feel like and how it would be and how it would go, mm -hmm. and it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's nothing like what I envisioned it to be. What, Nothing it, like that. It's much harder than what you envision, or what? Way, it's way harder. It's way harder. It's it's something that you have to um, attack relentlessly with, like, because if you slip up in one area, it affects the other. Right. You know, it, like you're the one showing up to classes. So you got to be on time. Open up the doors. Make sure the class runs smoothly. Put the curriculum together. But then you got to let people know the schedule, what time to be there. Okay, what is the class style? Is it a no gi class? Is it a gi? So setting the foundation of everything mm -hmm. is so hard because it takes so much energy, especially coming from you know one person, and and that's why I'm trying to build a team right now because when you build a team, you know you develop people that you can count on and people you can bank on, you yeah. know, to help you during this process because yeah. nothing, nothing great was built by like one single person it's usually like a collective effort of course you got to delegate and you know combine your minds for sure yeah and i've just been running on e man i'm waking up at like 4 a.m i'm going to bed roughly around like 12 11 wow. like 10 o'clock is usually my bedtime but like when they say like 12 16 hour days like yeah i'm i'm surpassing that a little bit because i know what time i'm waking up and I know what time I'm going to sleep, mm -hmm. and uh, I think my body's fighting back a little bit because I could, I could almost feel like I'm getting a little bit of a cold. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, you know how I am with like mindset. I'm like, you know what? Not now. I gotta, I gotta go to Factory X tomorrow, and I gotta handle business. I'm gonna make these tryouts. So, okay. you know, with that, with that mindset, it's like, okay, well, I'm sure people have had to compete and they've had to do high pressure. Um, events and they weren't a hundred percent. I mean, that's me. Like every tournament, there's a there's always a bump, bruise. Of course, you know you're never you're never you're never one hundred. But right. I'm like, all right. If, if the worst thing I gotta worry about is a cold, that's just my body telling me, TK, you need to chill. Right. <laughs> you're going so hard. You you need to chill. You need to listen to P. You need to enter <laughs> that flow state. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's man. gonna be it's gonna be what it's gonna be. So there's no point in overstressing exactly. or overthinking because. You know, this is what I love to do at the end of the day. And I've done this so many times that, like, when it's time to go, I remember how much fun it is. But, like, leading up to it all, I'm like, man, I'm just I so know. tired right now from Damn. the planes and Oof. trying to get, you know, the students, you right. know, um, everybody on the same page. Because you're the communicator. You're the conductor. You're the leader. You know, so they, yeah. they, they go through. They go, and I lead from the front. Right. I don't lead by, like, pointing fingers. So if I have the students to do something, there's a 99% chance that I'm doing it with them or I've already done it. Okay. There's, there's usually a great chance of that. So what? The gym, like you're the sole proprietor? Like it's just you by yourself basically Me. running the whole shit? I, I went all in. Damn. I put my life savings, I put my life savings into this. Okay. I said, I said, I'm going to, I said, I'm going to bet on me. I'm all in. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing yeah. you can do. I like that. All in. That's dope, man. For sure. 
Yeah, man. Look, man, I like that, bro. This is dope. This is great, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nerve-wracking, but I'm excited. I wanted you to come out, but I know you're super busy, too. Yeah. You got a lot going on. For sure. I will be coming awesome. out, for sure. I'm definitely going to come out. I mean, this is, you yeah, know. I, I can't wait to train. Yeah, it's gonna man. Be great, man. I see the videos online, and I like what I see, so I, I got to come good, out there, good. man. You know what I mean? I got to come out there. So what, what's the curriculum like? What, what, what times does the door open? You're like, what, are you, what are you teaching mainly over there? Is it mainly BJJ, or you got some little Muay Thai? Or how, how's it going over there at the gym? Right now, the mornings, um, I, I'm, high, I'm trying to hire uh, some yoga instructors mm-hmm. because when I start my day off with the gratitude and the meditation, Mm-hmm. My day just goes so much smoother. Like everything that I worry about is usually just like subdued because I started my day off the correct way, mm-hmm. which is like with a grateful, open mind. And mm-hmm. the meditation forces me to be still because I move at about 120 miles per hour. Is how okay. is how quickly I move. Nice. I know it's not. I know it's not healthy, but yeah. uh, usually once 7:30 comes, that's my morning BJJ class. And I got a great core group of people that come into that, and they really love training in the mornings. And uh, I love it too, because every every morning I get to open up the door and say like, "Wait, who's academy am I coming into?" And I'm like, "Wow, we did it!" Right? Yeah, that's we a did big, it. That's a great way we to did start. It, you yeah. know, we did it. And uh, you know, I know how I can see in my students' eyes. I can see in the teenagers' eyes. I can see every single student that comes through the door. It almost like when they come through the door, I can almost see that it calms them. And that's probably because, like, your vibe attracts your tribe. So if I was high-strung, over-aggressive, you know, cursing up a storm and just breaking stuff, like, that that type of energy is going to transfer. But I do go a 1,000 miles per hour outside the academy. Once I come in, all that goes away. I'm just like, I'm in my element, and then I, I go through the doors, and immediately I'm calmed. And it's not just the location. I mean, I have a beautiful location, mm-hmm. gorgeous location. I'm going to send you some pictures. It's it's right across the street from Laguna Hills High School. Okay. And ironically, that's where <laughs> my head MMA coach is at. You know, he's coaching the wrestlers over there, oh, Mark wow. Munoz. I'm oh, like, okay. he is, he's my neighbor. <laughs> he's yes. my neighbor, and that's who I asked to be my head MMA coach. and. Mm-hmm. I trust them 100%. Every afternoon, I, so basically I do that 7.30 class, and then it finishes up around 9 o'clock. It's an hour and a half. Then my students and I, we, we typically try to go right next door to either Bagel Me or my favorite place is, uh, there's a place called Mercado in the same plaza. And they have like probably the best breakfast breed I've ever had. So we'll walk over there, eat some breakfast, you know, keep it fun, you know, because I think it's important to know people uh, more than just, we choke each other, you know, because right. you, you build a special type of camaraderie on the mats. Like you really got to trust the people you're training with because mm-hmm. joints, limbs, blood chokes on the line. But, uh, you know, when you get breakfast with people and you just find out like, Oh wow. I, we're all a lot more similar than we realize. Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely, man. And thanks to you, man. Last time we spoke, you told me about yoga. I started doing yoga, and I see a difference it. in my BJJ, man. That is insane. You did it. In that, in that no. short of a time? In the first class I did, I did one class of yoga on Sunday. I went to BJJ on Monday, and I was just like, damn, I was killing it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm it was insane. To hear this. I was like, what? 
I said, nah, man, I got to go every week. So I go once a week, do some yoga, you know what I mean? But I felt from, proud of you, from the first class, bro, from the I'm first yoga class, I felt that transition that's, that's to BJJ. Big. I don't know if it was in my mind or what, but I felt it. Let's and, go. Uh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you're Let's right. Go. Keep you know that positive momentum going yeah, because it, it does. It does. It translates so well. You know, um, they have that uh, that online one, the yoga for BJJ, which is always great, you know, to, to learn uh, movements that are applicable to what we do. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain energy you get from actually like going into the studio and sharing that energy with yep. other people in the room. Yep. And you just feel like after it's almost like a, I don't know, like a detox. Like I feel yep. detoxed Me after too. I do exactly. it. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Now you're stretching, a little bit. you're detoxing. Yeah. And it's like movements similar to BJJ, but counter to BJJ. It's like, you know, you, you know, when you roll a lot or you do certain exercise all the time, your body gets accustomed to those movements. So when you do yes. yoga, it's like the reverse. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yes. yeah, man. I know exactly just, what you mean. It's just dope, man. I did it. I tell you, man, I was thinking about you the whole time. I was like, I couldn't believe the next day I went. And I was like, oh, just catching people and just rolling, flowing. I was just like on fire. I was like, damn. I'm telling you. <laughs> that's such a great insane. compliment. People, Yo, people man. think I'm joking. People Yo, think I'm listen, joking when I man. tell them that. I'm telling you. I've been ad- I adapted to yoga, so thank you, man. You know what I mean? And you're right. You know, eating breakfast with people, obviously, on the mats, like me too. I had a dude the other day. He came in. He had a Make America Great hat. He's a brown belt, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. oh, shit, you know, okay. Yeah, like, I, didn't, I, I didn't know you were like that. Yeah. Like, okay. but, but we rolled, and he, we were just cool. Like, you know, he showed me stuff. So it was like, all that was on the mats. There's no discrimination. There's no, you know, politics. So, so it was beautiful. And that opened my yep. mind to be like, damn, you know what? Like, yeah, he had that hat on, but, like, who cares, man? The dude is cool as hell, yep. you know what I mean? So when we, throw, when we throw the gear on, we're all the same. Exactly, man. So, yeah, man, it goes back to your point, eating breakfast together, getting to know your, you know, the people you train with and roll with. So, yeah, man. I'm, it's important. It I think it's important, you know, because then you, you understand people on a deeper level, you know, and you get to understand that uh, the differences that you see in just, like, size, stature, and rank, and, Right. All this other stuff, like Career, when we put on the key, yeah, like yeah. I like I don't I don't care how much money you make. I don't care about your credit score. I don't care what car you're driving. Right. I don't I don't care what you know what what your political beliefs are. I just want to get better, right. and I believe you do too. Or else you or else you wouldn't come. And and, and the crazy part is at that moment you need each other. You exactly. know because like I need that person to drill with, and that person needs me to practice on as well. So right. you know if we could do it on our own, you know it, we would. But yeah, uh, that's not how this that's not how this works. And then, uh, yeah, usually after breakfast, I, I, I make a little time for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I go out to Huntington Beach. I'll drive out to Huntington. And that's a beautiful drive. And I'll spend some time with my coach, uh, Mark Munoz okay. and uh, T, TJ's camps over there. So I, I kind of get like a double blessing, you know, mm-hmm. because Mark's Mark's out of HB Ultimate. But, you know, he's the coach of training lab. So, right. you know, uh I'm spoiled, man. You know, TJ's helping me with single leg defense. You know, he's out there screaming, yelling. Like, even though he don't have, he doesn't have both his arms, you know, he's got to wait for that recovery time. Mm-hmm. He's in there giving 110 percent as a coach, and I appreciate that. And uh, literally every practice I have with Mark, I learn something new. Like every practice, there hasn't been one practice that I've gone to where I haven't added something to my game, nice. and that's what makes me so excited. 
Nice, nice. So the so when you train with him, it's MMA training, right? Like the whole yeah, okay. yeah. It's not just wrestling. Depends on which it depends on which day you go in, right? Because like usually like uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, you, you know, we have a specific format that we follow. Wednesday is more of a more of like a, a drill flow day, mm-hmm. and I'm glad it is because by Wednesday at the rate at which I train, I usually feel like I've been hit by a truck and I need to, I need to get a jacuzzi. I need to do an Epsom salt bath or I need to be a chiropractor, mm-hmm. massage therapist. So Wednesday's more of a chill day. And then it turns back up again on Thursday, Friday, the heavy spar day. And then, uh, the weekends here, uh, but I don't really chill on the weekends. Like, like I said, I, with, with the responsibility and the expectations that come along with, not only being a leader, but running a business mm-hmm. is my duty to uh, not rest right now because yeah. there's people that are that are banking on me. Right, you got to show up every day for sure, man, for sure. Yeah, I got to tuck my tiredness and my feelings aside and show up for my squad. Okay, so you know, you you, you know, I mean, obviously, you you know, you're running hard, you're doing your stuff. So how do you recover? You named a few things, you know. You talk about massage and cryo. So you do those like regularly every day on a yeah, the, yeah. The cry the cryotherapy I would do regularly because I believe in it, but it's just expensive. Mm-hmm. So the the best recovery for me is like my Sundays when I was telling you about that Bikram yoga that I do. Okay. That Bikram kind of resets me. I, I try to do that every Sunday, mm-hmm. but um, for me, it's it's a lot to do with how I train. You know, I don't I don't redline it all okay. the time. Okay. Redline it meaning like, okay, like we're gonna spar. All right, I'm gonna try and knock this dude out. Or okay, we're gonna train. Okay, then we're gonna go five ten minute rounds, pojada. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To the death. Let's go. So. I try to listen to my body as best I can and make sure I'm practicing what I preach. Cause I tell my students like, you know, no matter how hard you go and practice, like nobody's getting a gold medal today. You know, we're not all in here to compete and be the best in the world. Some of you are great, you know, go for it. I'll never steal somebody's dream away from them or, or tell them they can't do something. I'll tell them if that's what they want to do, is going to take a different level of dedication and mindset. And I got a couple of them that they're saying they're in for it, but we'll see after the summer mm-hmm. if they're really, if they're really committed the way that <laughs> they say they're going to be committed. Of because uh, yeah. I know I, I see, I immerse myself around these professional athletes and I see how hungry certain people are to, you know, go out and dominate. And, and that's scary because, you know, in this sport, they check you for, you know, are you on steroids? Are you on PEDs? Right. Are you on this? You know, what, you know, what are you taking? It's giving you an event, but nobody's really checked for their mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's really checked to see if this person's mentally sound. So I tell them like, I tell my students like, yeah, it's cool. You guys want to do MMA and you know, you want to do a Muay Thai fight, maybe jujitsu match, but you know, some of these people you're going up against, they might see this totally different than the way that you see this, oh, yeah. you know, and thank God I've, you know, had a little bit of a, a culture experience when I was able to go out to Portugal. I was able to go out to Brazil. I was able to see different cultures and different ways that people train. And I, I try to incorporate the lessons I've learned from every academy, from every coach, each lesson. And I try to take from that what made sense to me, recycle that, and give it back to my students so that maybe it makes sense to them to say like, okay, this is kind of the culture that we want to have here. 
mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's brand new, you know what I mean? Like, say what's up to him. That went so far for me when I first started to have people, like, acknowledge me because right. it's intimidating to walk into a room. Yeah, you walk into that a looks like every, gym or a BJJ Everybody gym. looks like they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's so like, like, oh, damn. Everybody knows, everybody knows what they're doing but me. Right. Yeah, so sure. I think that's that's one of the things that just takes time, you know, because we we want these things to happen right away. We want people to know how to act, and, you know, and, and and know how to treat one another, and and know how to train. But if you if you go at it with a, this is what I want from today, I'm gonna go a thousand percent. But your training partner only wants to go twenty. Mm-hmm. Man, that's when injuries happen. That's when egos get hurt. That's when feelings get messed up. That's when most of the mistakes occur. So my recovery is meditation. As soon as my body tells me I need meditation, like I'm a believer in naps. Like if my body tells me I'm tired, it doesn't really matter where I'm at. Like I'll pull over my car sometimes Mm. and I'll just take like a 15 minute power nap, like right then and there because there's no need in forcing my body to redline every day or else I'll be sick all the time or I'll just, I just feel like my body is the best reminder of what I need. Not, all right, this guy trains like this, and I read this on Wikipedia, or I study this fighter, and this is what he does. My body knows what it needs. Of course. My mouth gets my mouth gets dry when I'm thirsty. Right. Okay, you need more water. Right. You know what I mean? My eyes are hard to stay open. Okay, that means I'm tired. You know, it's like, man, I'm super sore. Okay. Go ahead and foam roll. Go ahead and stretch out. Your body's going to tell you. Of course. Yeah, you got to listen to it, though. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. All right. And now now I just got picked up by uh, a great buddy. Uh, We're talking about uh, finalizing a sponsorship with with food, (laughs) which is my Achilles heel because I love it. Okay. And uh, Fight Fit Foods and and myself and, and movement and MMT. You know, we might be doing a collaboration here soon where, whew, once the diet's on point and I can make 155, mm-hmm. this is this is, this is is something that excites me because okay. I've never had, like, a, a diligent uh, and dedicated regimen where, like, I knew exactly what I'm eating, at what time I'm eating. For me, I have more flexibility in my diet. I'm just more strict about the portion size, you know? Okay, okay. So you, you spoke about meditation. What, what's your meditation yeah. practice like? Like you actually like sit down, lotus position, and you do breathe? Yeah, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Aurelius meditation. And, okay. Uh, you know, and, and what I like is I like, uh, I like just not thinking. Okay. I like that. I like not thinking because the reason I enjoy that is because I'm a, a chronic overthinker. Mm-hmm. So anytime I could just like, even with my eyes open, just like check out, like people, sometimes people say, like, TK, are you okay? When I space out, I'm basically, that's a form of meditation. <laughs> Cause right. sometimes, sometimes I am thinking about something, but sometimes I just, I'm putting my brain on pause. And then that's what I was telling you about these power naps. If I usually get like 15 to 20 minutes in, you know, sporadically throughout the day, it's like it recharges my battery and then I'm ready to go for the kids class. Then I can bring the energy that I need to bring and be in the moment for the kids as opposed to, man, everybody was late for the 730 class. I missed my MMA training. Oh man, I forgot my wallet. Oh, my gas is on E again. Mm-hmm. All these, all these outside problems that we can't control. I can't bring that into the gym when it's time for me to teach 
you know, these three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds, they don't deserve that. They deserve the best version of me. And uh I'm a great kids coach, so I always make sure I you know, I get enough rest mentally and physically before four thirty comes around and I start teaching the kids. Okay, okay. So you teach every single class or you have an assistant like a blue belt, purple belt helping you out, or it's just like you teach everything? Right now it's it's essentially been me and my uh students stepping up. I got this young, motivated, um really really, really loves jujitsu. Uh his name's Colin, he helps me out with the kids' classes. He does a wonderful job and then for the adult classes. Uh, I've been blessed to have uh, a really high-level black belt name, uh, Professor Doyle. Okay. Uh, he's a black belt in judo, you know, and uh, he helps me out. Like right now, I need to have the open mats taken care of tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I also need to focus on performing well tomorrow. So it's like, well, how can I be in Colorado and also make sure that California, my job gets done as well, my responsibility, my duty, and the secret is asking for help. Right. So if you ask people for help, Either going to say yeah, I can help you out, or they're going to say no, That's and it, you yeah. can't be emo- you can't be emotional about either one. Right, you're right. Very wise words, man. So okay, so you're training with Mark Munoz, but you're going to Colorado. So so what is it in Colorado? Like I don't understand. Is that to compete for another team or? Ooh, what? now you're asking the right questions. Now you're asking the right questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm like what, what's up? Yeah. You want me to connect the dots for you? The dots are yeah, connect the dots, man. You know what I'm saying? All right, the the, the dots are the reason I believe I'm going to become champion is because Mark Munoz is my head coach. Okay. But the secret is when I come to Colorado, I'm 100 percent focused. There's no distractions, and so what I'm doing right now is I'm setting myself up for a great, great opportunity, a great opportunity, and. uh there is a uh, a manager um, that I got uh, linked up with, and uh, I basically told him, like, look, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to open up an academy, but I also have these aspirations in jiu-jitsu, you know, but then I also enjoy MMA. And that's me describing how I talked to him very briefly. Okay. And, within five, and within five minutes, his response was, you need to get clear on what you want. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it. Right, right. <laughs> but he's, he's 100% right. I mean, that was as, as direct as a response as one could be. And uh, he said, uh, in a nutshell, he only uh, manages or helps people on the MMA side of things if they have a desire to be the world champion. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's not, a, he's not a quantity manager. He's a quality type manager, meaning like there's organizations that they'll just sign you and they'll get you fights and They'll gladly take 10%, 20% of your purse, mm-hmm. you know, for helping you get the fight. But for him, he doesn't have many people on his roster. But the people that are on his roster, they're fighting for UFC titles, and they're fighting in Bellator, and they're, they're the cream of the crop. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And uh, when I hear his level of focus, I'm like, how did this guy split his time? And... I see like the best people in the world at what they do. They're masterful at delegating and they lead from the front and they're clear. Mm-hmm. And I think I have the ability to do all those things, but I'm not clear. Okay. So when I come to Colorado, I get clarity. 
Mm-hmm. I get ultra, so I get ultra focused. And so I made the decision that I do want to do MMA. And the reason I want to do it is because I still have fear inside my heart, inside my soul, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it, you know, because I try to hide that, you know. But I got fear of what? Real... Fear of what? That's a great question. Uh, the fear that I have inside of me is probably fear of failure. Is probably the top, and then the next one is like confusion on like why I periodically get like anxiety or, or panic attacks because I, I'm not necessarily sure what triggers them. But uh, stress I can deal with, but when you but when you get like a panic attack. It almost feels like your body like turned against you for a second between like the rate at which your heart is beating mm-hmm. and how scary things get. It just gets it gets irrational, and I'm like, man, what is this panic? Like, why am I flooded with panic? And and I have asthma, so okay. what one of the things that triggers it for me is if I have like an asthma attack, it it turns to panic quite quickly because I'm not sure if you ever dealt with a severe asthmatic, but when my asthma kicks in and I can't breathe, it is like bad news bears for me. Okay. It's 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 a scary feeling. Of so the panic attacks, uh, they don't last long, but when they last, they're pretty severe. And so I could speculate like what causes them, but for me it's like the fact that I don't know what causes them gives me even more anxiety, <laughs> if that makes sense. Okay. The, the fact that I don't know the root of it is like, what is this? And uh I need to kill that. Okay. I need to kill that. I view that. I don't view that as a weakness. I just view it as a problem. And in jujitsu, I'm a problem solver. So I'm going to solve this problem. And the way I'm going to solve it is I'm going to go towards things that terrify me. Okay. And what what would be more terrifying than another human being that's your weight, your size, your skill level that is trained to hurt you? in every which way possible, staring across from you inside of a cage, ready to embarrass you in front of your friends, family, students, and potentially end your career. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fighting. I mean, that's, I mean, fighting is an art, but these guys are coming in. If there's not a third man in the octagon or in the cage, this guy is not getting off of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, a lot of people, they see, like, the walkout, they see the music, and they see the post-conferences, and they see the hype and the glamour. But they never saw, like, what this guy was going through for the weight cut, and mm-hmm. they don't know right. what that win really means to that guy, like, what type of pressure he's putting on his shoulders. So if he has the opportunity to put that shin upside your head, he's going to connect with a shin that's going to feel like a Louisville slugger upside your head. Mm. And he's not going to think twice about following up with some hammer fist. Okay. So, I mean, you do meditation. You have a mental coach. You do BJJ. Those, those things. I got, I got, I got, yeah, I got lucky with a mental coach. Nice. I ran into him. Yeah, I ran into the guy at a Starbucks. Okay. And um, he was just wearing a shirt that uh, that resonated with me. And I told him, you know, not only did I love his sweatshirt, but um, the guy that, the name that was on the sweatshirt, that guy helped me out a lot and, and just listening to a lot of, uh, I don't like to say content, but like a lot of his advice, mm-hmm. like it hit home for me. And then when I mentioned the shirt, he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm one of his coaches. 
I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, I'm one of his coaches. And he's like, you got 10 minutes? I'm like, yeah, of course I got 10 minutes then. I didn't look like he had time because he seemed like a busy man, but turns out he's like a super high-level performance coach. Nice. So, yeah, in that circumstance, I did get lucky. I got lucky in that circumstance. So, but what's weird mm-hmm. is I've been getting lucky. I've been getting lucky a lot. Okay. A lot of coincidences have been happening. So I attest that towards my faith. Good, good. That's what I was about to get to because you have all these things Those, I'm sure these, I mean, I'm, I'm asking, have they helped your anxiety and your panic attacks? You know what I mean? Maybe they were worse before. Not. 100%. Okay, so you, you've seen a reduction in the panic attacks with the BJJ, the yoga, the meditation, the mental coach. You know what I mean? All of these things have reduced it, right? When I have balance, no problem. Okay. When, I, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm out of whack and I don't have balance in my life, immediate, immediate trigger. Okay, okay. I mean, I hear that. I hear that. I think I don't know. I I think it's pretty normal for everybody, but I don't know how severe yours are. Maybe some have more extreme circumstances than others. No, my mine are more like man. Like if my inhaler stops working, you know, and I need to get that albuterol in my lungs to calm my breathing down, mm-hmm. and the inhaler stops working, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like all you want to do is breathe, you right. know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. when you can't do that, you know, uh, without panic, it's it's a it's a crappy feeling man it's a real yeah, crappy feeling for sure i used to have uh sleep apnea and uh so somehow some odd reason i got rid of it uh but yeah man i could feel the the panic you know when you wake up you can't breathe i'm like choking on myself yeah. i was like yo what the fuck you know yeah what I mean? it always turn, it, it always turns into like uh yeah uh, man i fear a death bronchial like, infection. Yeah, yeah. i usually get like pneumonia or like bronchitis Then you you're coughing up all that phlegm, and I'm yeah. like, no, that I don't have time to be sick. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I know you're training a lot. You you're burning the candles on both ends. You know what I mean? Can that be it or what? Have you looked into that option? Yeah, I mean, I look at that option, but I, I choose not to acknowledge that because <laughs> the moment I <laughs> the moment I acknowledge, oh, I'm like. Okay, I'll be like, all right, you're right, P. You're, you're right. No, but I don't know. You know I, what I'm I just, I I just, wrong, I just, but, you know. I just want to I just wanna push through a little bit, and then when I push through it, and when I accomplish my goals, okay, then I'll then I'll adhere to all your advice. So <laughs> how, how, how many times? How many times? So you you look like you train almost seven days a week, man, with the yoga, with everything. I do. No, I do. Damn. I do. It's not a it's not a joke for me. It's not a joke for me. So there's no days off. You don't have a day when you're just like, you know what? I'm laying in bed. I'm just recovering. Nah. Gonna ice bath. I'm not gonna do nothing. Nada. I uh, I asked I asked this thing a question to. Uh, uh, Professor Carlos Perez, and I was like, Professor, I was like, when do you rest? And he's like, champions don't rest. No days off. Okay. And I said, what? And he's like, yeah, no days off. And so as soon as he told me that, I was like, okay, unless I'm like, I got to go to the hospital sick, I'm going to do some type of training. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I train every single day. It doesn't mean I train... 10 hours a day, right. but I do train seven you, days you a week. You do something. You bust a sweat every seven days a week. Every day. Okay. I, I'm kind of the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and when I say that, some days I go hard. Some I days I it. go super light. You know what I mean? But I'll, I'll bust a little sweat somehow. You know what I mean? So, what yeah. got you into that kettlebell training that I see you always knock out? Like oh, I really That's... love some of those yeah, kind some of... of those sequences you put together, and then, and then you got your boys on that. 
Yeah, oh, kettlebells are just, you know. Regiment. They are, yeah, they're getting man. after it. It's just the evolution of training. You know what I mean? I've been training my whole life. So it's just like, how do I get stronger? A lot of calisthenics for me. Then I did some weights. But then I was like, ah, you know, I don't like the the traditional weight training, you know, the isolation, you know, I'm doing chest tries and back today. Like, you know, that I don't, I, don't, I hate boring. that. It's boring. Exactly. So I needed something to get in shape and get strong quick. You know, for me it's burpees, pull up, push ups, dips, kettlebells. Cause that's like, it's compound movements. It's full body. I could do like 10 minutes and I'm good. You know what I mean? So I post stuff online. It may look like I'm working out hours, but it's really like, 10, 20 minute workouts. The most I ever nice. work out is when I go to BJJ or I do Muay Thai or something. That's like hour, an hour and a half class. You know what I mean? But strength nice. training for me, I keep it short, man. Like 10, 20 minutes, go hard, very little rest. You know what I mean? 30 seconds, a minute rest, and just keep banging them out. And I find that kettlebells are just, you know, so dynamic. You know what I mean? You can do so much stuff Agreed. with them. You know what I mean? So it's just cool. It's different. I, I like that guy from uh, On It. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Primal, yeah. Beat. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd be ripping his video. I'd be like, oh, what? Okay, let me try that tomorrow. You know what I mean? For sure. He's a, yeah, he's a master at that stuff. I and then, really like and then uh, my, co my coach, I'm sure I'm listening to him, Coach uh, Jaywalk. Mm -hmm. He's always got the craziest, like, little addition to, like, Putting a rubber band on a weight that, oh, you know, like even even on like a... even on like even on like the kettlebells, I'm like, right. why do we got why do we got to add these rubber bands? And he's he's all about that resistance. That, training. that resistance, he's, those rubber bands are the shit, man. Like when you pull back, tough. like yeah, man, they are it's, tough. Yes, yeah, they're great, man. So yeah, rubber bands too. I've been doing a lot of that. So you know, I keep it simple. You know what I mean? I'm at ATT, so sometimes I see the pros, I see what they're doing. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me go home and do that. You know what I mean? I see how they train. You yep. know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I get a bit of everything from everywhere, online or whatever, you know? Just so to when you're not running the podcast and you're not and you're not training, do you ever make downtime for yourself too? Because, I oh, mean, yeah. you throw up, like, the most fire interviews. Then you're on the go. Then you're training. Then yeah. you're traveling. Now I'm like, man, yeah, this I guy got don't the nine to five. Yeah, man. I mean, of course, I, I definitely take downtime. Me, like, I'm like you. I listen to my body. I'm like, okay. You know what? Today I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna drink some wine. I'm not doing shit. I have days like nice. that. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I need that balance. I can't, cause if not, I will blow my mind. I'll, I'll, I'll drive myself crazy. You know what I mean? So I need to have yep. that balance. Sometimes it's like, and I'm like, okay, I don't. Feel, I used to feel guilty about it, but then I'm like, yo, man, I live one life. I gotta enjoy it. I, I don't want to be Amen. A, a prisoner Amen. to my routines and my regiment to my training. You know what I mean? I don't want to be Let's prisoner to preach. that. You know what I'm saying? I, wanna, I do it because I You're love preaching it. Preaching right now. <laughs> no, nah, but it's preaching the truth. right now. Let's go. Because I, you know, I, I was kind of like you before. Like you know, I used to you know fight Muay Thai and da da da. I want to be the yeah. best. And I was training crazy. Then I, you know, I did that. I was younger. I did it. You know, it was fun. But as I got older with the family and da da da, I was like, you know what? I gotta enjoy it. I gotta split my time. I got kids. You know, I'm a single father, so it's just like, yo, man, a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You have to. I have to enjoy it because if it becomes too serious for me, then it becomes like, damn, what am I doing this for? You know what I mean? So yeah, man. But you enjoying know, the process. Enjoy the process. Have fun, chill. Don't take it too serious. You're, you're, you know, you're going professional fight, so it's different for you. Obviously, it's your career. You got to take it very seriously. You know what I mean? So, but for me, I'm not doing. I'm not training to fight professionally. So you think you think they're gonna put out that one five pound division or what? The what? 
you think you think they're really going to create that 165 pound division, or is that just a rumor? Uh, I think uh, I don't know. Dana White says no as long as he's over there at the UFC. That's not going to happen. But uh, I don't know, man, because I don't know if it's going to make a big difference. You know what I mean? Because people are cutting weight left and right. Like, what's that? That's just going to add more divisions, more people manipulating the system. I don't really know if it's going to make a big difference. You know Got what it. Mean? I'm not Got sure. It. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't run the UFC, but uh, I don't know if it makes a big difference. You're 170. You want to go did to 165? You, did you, did you happen to see by chance? One of the guys I I really look up to, R.D. the Goat, Raymond Daniels, with that seven twenty. Oh my God! Yes, I saw that, that seven twenty punch. punch to the head. <laughs> that was sick. Good night. That was awesome, man. Because you know the dude's expecting that seven twenty kick, and he came with the punch. Yo, Ooh. man, that was fire. There's been a lot of good fights lately, man. You seen uh, Shane yeah, really North, Northcutt get his face smashed, man? I feel bad for the kid. Man, that 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 hurt me because you know I I, I love the Northcuts and mm-hmm. and I train with Sage a little bit and I, and I know that kid's a beast and yeah. it's, you don't you don't even know he's got a brother. His brother's a monster too. Okay, you know, and Colby's a beast. Like the Northcuts are incredible people, but you know that is the fear I'm talking about. Where like mm-hmm. I know. You could prepare to the best of your ability, and you could not miss a day of training, and you could do everything right, and you could still go into a fight, and somebody can still catch you. And I think that's the beauty and the realness of combat warfare, right. you know. And uh, yeah, even me talking about it is like, man, like I know the type of human being. I could see the look in the eyes of people like Justin Gaethje. Mm-hmm. I can I can see, you know, Rory McDonald was ready to die when he was fighting Robbie Lawler. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I want to be the best in the world, these are the guys I got to stare in the eyes and say like, okay, this guy ain't conceded nothing and I'm not backing down. So let's find out what happens. And yeah, it's like for the fans, like they boo when people are getting hugged or held on the ground, but you're going to see me come in there with that same style as a very similar Khabib, but I wouldn't call myself Ben Askren because I don't have his level of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have some nasty jiu-jitsu, and I think what people are going to be surprised about is that I can mix it up really well, and you're not just going to see me dip my head down and double-leg people. Okay. You're going to see me. You're going to see me put it together really well, and that's why I'm honored to be getting my elevation training up in Colorado. Nice. Getting my getting my roots situated in California with the best team and then making sure that I'm a leader that practices what he preaches so that when my students see me at the highest level, the belief in themselves goes through the roof because now it's real. Now they're like, wait, that's my coach? You know, and that's going to that's gonna feed me to keep going. Okay. So what, what weight you walk around at? Because I know you're pretty tall, man. You know what I'm saying? So what, what, yeah. what, how tall are you? Like 6'1", maybe? 6'1", six, 6'2"? Six, six, yeah, I'm just, on, I'm just under 6'2". Okay. And you, you, your walk around weight is what? 173, 174. Okay, not bad, not bad. That's not a bad cut to 155. Okay, yeah, man. That's a tall 155, man. That's good, man. Well, Zabib is like 145, and that dude's taking people's backs and he's barring them. And... Yeah. Oh, my God. He's sick. He's sick. That dude's a wizard, man. Jeez. 
that that dude's got some witchcraft. Yeah, you know, man. it seems like there's a resurgence in BJJ and the MMA. You know what I mean? There's always cycles to this thing. You know what I mean? It was a karate, I like that. Yeah, there was a karate style for a little moment. Now it's coming back to Muay Thai style and BJJ. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. it's interesting. And we have that. At, we have that. At, we have that at the Movement Academy as well. Uh, MBMT actually has Mercado uh, Muay Thai at night, which okay. is uh, amazing. Frankie. Frankie's gracious enough to come by every Monday night. The, the room is packed. I'm not sure if you've seen the videos yet, but we got like, you know, 10, 20. And I'm like, wait, where are all these people come from? And it's students around the Laguna Hills area. You know, it's Frankie's squad. It's my team. And it's like, we don't have that much space. But the people that come in, they tell me they love it. Because I was so insecure that, like, the classes are not going to be um, – right away you know it's going to take time because things take time to build and you know that really worried me and out of nowhere I was going to do my grand opening and one of you know the anxiety kicked in and the worry kicked in you know typical Thomas worrying about things he can't control mm -hmm. and uh, I just had to you know have my good friend Derek tell me like listen you come this far you're not canceling this event we're doing the grand opening like mm -hmm. this is happening like we're, I came out here from, from AZ to support you. I'm your friend. Get in there. And as soon as I pull up, gee, there was a drone outside. There was a cellular booth. There was a live DJ. There was okay. music. There was raffles. And there was over 150 people that came through Damn. to show their love and support. And I'm like, Ima imagine if I canceled this. All these people oh, no, no, would no, not have terrible. come through. Yeah. And they and they they were like, man, what a great event! Like, that was incredible, and I could see people were genuinely happy for me, and uh, I was genuinely happy that they took the time out of their day to come by and train and uh, check it out. And uh, yeah, that was probably one of the happy days of my life for that's, sure. That's dope, man. You know what I mean? That's dope. You know, like you said, you betting on yourself, putting all the chips in, so that's good, man. You know, you just gotta go and. Do what you got to do and let the chips fall where they may. You know what I'm saying? As long as yes, you get all your work, Amen. you're good. You're good. You know what I mean? You can't worry about the other shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Amen. So, yeah, man. You mentioned earlier, like, sponsorship, man. So, how do you go about getting sponsored? Is it your manager that gets it for you? Or you actually go and doing cold calls and reaching out to companies? How do you get that? Because you mentioned a food sponsorship that, you know, that you may yeah. be getting. Well, how's that go for a professional fighter like yourself? Yeah, I think sponsors are two-way road, and uh, I view them as a partnership. Mm -hmm. So when I reach out to somebody uh, about a sponsorship, I don't ask for money. Okay. Because I think everybody everybody immediately thinks, oh, he's sponsored. He's making all this money from these companies and that company. The first thing I think about is, you know, can I see myself representing this brand and adding value to this company? Mm -hmm. The second thing I think about is, is this a partnership? that can turn into something great. And, you know, Zebra Mass and me made a lot of sense because I invested my life savings into the academy and I didn't go chintzy on the mats. I went with nice, beautiful, two-inch thick, smooth Zebra Mass, white wall mats. Like, my place was, it looks beautiful, Pete. Mm -hmm. And uh, investing that kind of money, I didn't want them thinking, like, they had to sponsor me. I wanted them to know that hey, I want to represent you guys. I put a lot of money into my academy, but I do think that it makes sense 
for me being an active competitor mm-hmm. for their brand to get that recognition and support they deserve as, you know, cause you got Fuji, you got Zebra, right. you know, and, and I think that Zebra does have the best mat. So I wanted to go ahead and be one of the sponsored athletes on the team. And, you know, if they're able to help me out, great, but here's what I'm willing to do for them. So that's the secret. The mm-hmm. secret to getting a sponsorship is not what can you give me is what, what can, can you do for you? them? Right. Yes. And they, that's they fully sponsored you. Is it partial? How did that work out? Like it, it worked out good for you? For me, my sponsorship is to the end of the year. And uh, I told them little by little because that's my philosophy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you come in and you say like, hey, I'm a five-time world champion. I got this title. I got that credential. I got this. I got that. That doesn't mean anything to the company. That doesn't mean anything to the acai company. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything to, to the tape company. That doesn't mean anything to the clothing company. Because, yeah, maybe you got a large Instagram following and you got a lot of people following you. But this is a business that's, and I can, and I can speak from conviction when I say this, is this is a business that put everything into their dream, into a product. Sometimes the product is themselves. So if you're asking them, for financial compensation because of your name, that's a bit egotistical mm-hmm. because just because you have a big name doesn't mean people are going to buy that product. Of course. I agree. It doesn't trend. Your followers on Instagram does not translate to, to the bottom line for them, for sure. I agree with that. No. And you got, and you, and you, and you got to be direct because if you just say like, and you got to be like, ah, I don't really know, but I kind of see us working together, but, Sometimes I'll post about you, and sometimes I won't post about you. And then, like when I win, when when I when I win when I win the tournaments, I'll put your patch on. When I lose, I won't even throw a post up. It's like, come on, now. it's like you got to be direct and and let these people know that you have love for them. It's real. It is it, it, real easy. You can't ask for something that you're not willing to put in the work for. So if you have a sense of entitlement, like why do I not have sponsorships? The real question is. Why the hell should you want to really think of some shit, man? I got the motherfucking streets, nigga. I came in the game with everything. I'm motherfucking old, nigga. This shit about respect me. Love to see when I walk up in the club and nigga run up on me. Tell me I'm the realest nigga living, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm the realest nigga in it. You already know. Got trap of the year four times in a row. What they get? A lifetime supply, bacon, soda, clientele. A rolling watch, two pot, and three scales. Can get about 50 in the Hummer. The birds fly down south to Georgia for the summer. Yeah. Money holes, cars closed. Coke prices up and down like six folds. Yeah. Just cause I'm fly like a helicopter. The federalists on my tail. Call them bird watchers. Minus the bullshit, life's great. Just got a camera on the peak in my license plate. Yeah. What it do? What the business is? Word on the streets, he's an owner, hella ill. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. What it do? What the business is? Word on the streets, he's an owner, hella ill. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. It's not a trick question. Yeah, I'm strapped, bitch. Off the rip, nigga. Miss me with that rap shit. Rappin' ass, nigga. You better do numbers. I ain't gotta rap. I'ma do numbers. 
A big shootout on the highway. DJ hanging out the coupe, letting it ride sideways. A straight G, nigga, don't tempt me. I'll lend you the whole clip till the shit empty. Big stacks, yeah, I got that. That's why I cop that crisp by the six pack. Got the fed lines ringing like a telethon. Snitches want me locked up like Acorn. What it do? What the business is? Word on the street, and on the hella hill. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. What it do? What the business is? Word on the street, and on the hella hill. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. Hey, he's a rider. She's a motherfucking fool, don't approach him like that. You and Jesus ain't cool. She's a gangster, he roll with the real G's. And if he's smoking, best believe it's real tree. From LA, straight Kush, presidential shit, call it George Bush. Every day is like a game, call it Fear Factor. Got a truck full of bricks like a contractor. Seen niggas leave here, and they ain't coming back. Left them slumped on the grain in his Cadillac. Jimmy cracked corn, Jesus flipped O's. I just stick to the script, y'all niggas hold. What it do? What the business is? Word on the street, Jesus on the hella hill. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. Bitch, get your mind right. Let me talk to him. What it do, what the business is Word on the street, Jesus on the hella hill Bitch, get your mind right Let me talk to him Bitch, get your mind right Let me talk to him